Yeah, okay, very cool, very cool. You guys, welcome to another episode. Of course, I'm Oliver Del Camino, and this is Hemp Session. So we're going to be talking about some super cool stuff today. Clearly, this is going to be the, one of the most popular topics, in my opinion, and we're going to cover it, give it a lot of justice. We're essentially going to be talking, of course, about your lovely biomass and all of the misperception Specifically, the misinformation that's being disseminated by a lot of these, you know, uh, scrupulous figures. It's, it's, it's very sad. Anyways, let's get into it, guys. So biomass, what is the current state of biomass in the U.S.? Well, I know everybody has a, an idea. First of all, I would like to do full disclosure. I travel the world looking for biomass. And the reason is, is that I hear rumors, but no one can deliver. And I will, of course, preface all of this by giving you the storyline of how it all started. Well, rather, I'm going to give you the storyline of what happened from November of 2018 to the present day, because you're going to find that this is extremely cool. Okay, now watch this. The walls... The walls. This is some good hemp, by the way. If anybody's up for the hemp, this is this is the real stuff over here. I'm in an undisclosed location, so we're gonna keep it that way. But the hemp is great, and it's all about the terpenes. Okay, love them terpenes. <laughs> all right, guys, let's get back focus. As I was saying, the the thing about the biomass is that in November, the Wall Street boys decided to get in on the action clearly everybody saw a really big opportunity and well in november if you recall that was before the uh farm bill was passed uh what ended up happening was the speculators came in realizing that this may actually be the moment that would uh, be the turning point in our history with regards to recognizing hemp and cbd for its medicinal and health benefits not just the THC portion and the recreational pot or the medical pot, okay? So let's distinguish those two things right off the bat because that's crucial. So what happened here in November was something monster. Altogether in the U.S., there was um, 9 million pounds that was purchased by the Wall Street funds, okay? This is a big deal. The reason it's a big deal is they were trying to do an arbitrage, and the idea was that the funds would purchase up 9 million pounds and within a couple of months sell it at a much higher price than they purchased because they have now taken effectively all of the existing hemp off of the market. So I think that's easy to follow so far. And by the way, I love it when you guys give me commentary and give me future substance so that I can have a lot of questions. That's kind of what I'm looking to do. And really the idea is to go completely live with the podcast where we have full-blown interaction. And that will happen as soon as we've garnered enough of subscribership. But enough about that. So uh, not an <laughs> apologize if, I, if I'm falling apart. Seemingly, I'm not. So... Our biomass story continues. The funds went ahead and located these three, uh, the nine million pounds of biomass, and they went ahead and stuffed it away in three locations in the U.S. in warehouses. <laughs> Why do I laugh? Because they thought that the price of biomass is going to go through the roof 
since suddenly there was none available. Okay, that would be a good safe assumption indeed. But that is not what happened. All right. What ended up happening was, unfortunately for the spectators, the speculators rather, was that hemp stayed the exact same price. Okay. So now you have this issue because we have 9 million perfectly fine pounds collecting dust and degrading in some warehouses somewhere in America, okay, being refrigerated, which by the way, isn't necessarily good either because now you have moisture content unnecessary. And so when you want to process it, it becomes difficult. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to be attempting at this point to process this 9 million pounds. But for those of you in the first segment, you understand that there are only three facilities in America that can even entertain to do anywhere from quarter million to half million pounds of extraction from the biomass on a monthly basis. Okay, so nine million pounds of biomass that's been sitting since November right now collecting dust, okay? <laughs> that nine million pounds uh, is trying to get processed, but they can't find enough facilities. And of course, we knew this would be the problem. What's about to happen with biomass is something that most of the people are not ready for, but I'm gonna shed real light now. And so I want you guys to listen up. Because of this nine million pounds, everybody thought that the hemp actually was legitimately purchased and that it's been already processed. And the reason is, is that people basically don't have any idea how many labs there are in the US that could even attempt to begin to uh, start to devour this stuff and turn it into isolate. So what's happening here is that they've ramped up. Now, when I say they've ramped up hemp production this year, guys, we're actually talking about, <laughs> we're talking about 10 times the amount this year compared with last year. That's 10 times the amount, which although there was more than 9 million pounds, that just what was taken all at once to basically hype up the market artificially. Now you can obviously, we're looking at north of 100 million pounds, guys. Let's do the math here. If you know that the facilities can only do, let's say 10,000 kilos a month, and then with some false, small facilities, let's say we can manage to do 20,000 kilos a month, okay, of isolate. So then if they're cranking out 20,000 kilos a month, a hundred million pounds, here is what is about to happen. And I want you guys to understand how we arrived at this conclusion right? It's actually kind of simple mathematics and simple economics. When you over ramp on the production side, but you don't have any infrastructure to process the stuff. Okay. That's when you've got a calamity. <laughs> what kind of calamity can we expect? <laughs> this is going to be fun. Well, we've seen this kind of calamity before when we have lax lending uh, in the housing bubble about 13, 14 years ago. Okay. With the hemp this year, specifically, that is exactly what's going to occur. You have all this hemp that was grown, that's being grown right now, none of which, well, I'm not gonna say none of it, but literally, guys, we're talking about, you know, like 90% of this hemp, and although it's hyperbole right now, 
you will see I'm proven very accurately. It's going to be about a 90%, 9 out of 10 pounds will never see daylight. It will get harvested, it'll collect dust, and it'll just get burned, or it'll just sit forever because it'll never get processed. And by the time that it were, it were to get processed, by then it's too late. So that's where we're heading, and this is exactly what's happening this year. So this is going to be something that's going to be very fun, exciting, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it personally because I'm an investor. And so and as an investor... I like what I'm seeing in the market. I like this over-ramping idea because I think that there's going to be a killer play there for those who can afford to wait and who have some money on the sidelines. And that's where I'm going to go with it, okay? I don't know about you guys, but I will show you my cards as things are being dealt. Meanwhile... There are a lot of facilities right now that are being built. However, they're not big. And one of the most important things to keep in mind is the amount that's not being reported. These isolate facilities are blowing up. I'm going to give you one number here. Okay. This number is from Jackson County, Oregon. Okay. So in Jackson County, Oregon, you're looking at 70 labs in the last nine months that have exploded. Oh. By the way, Jackson County barely has 70 residents. Okay? So this is a big deal. I received a phone call four days ago from LA. Two labs blew up within a three-day span a mile apart in LA. And this is something that's happening daily, but of course, no one's reporting these things. Now, I will do my best to just, you know, if people want to know some of these numbers, I'm very happy to share them. You reach out to me through the medium, and of course, I will be there, okay? So I will give you as much information as I possibly can without killing the market. Um, so I think that that was very important. Now, let's talk about some other stuff. Um, the next thing that I'd like to touch upon is this. Guys, so biomass, now we know where it is but we do know that there's going to be a lot more and we do know that no one's going to be able to process it uh so good luck with that of course i already have a very good idea as to what to do with all that biomass that i will be purchasing at uh, you know 10 cents on the dollar because that's where that's going to go and by the way when you're buying something at 10 cents on the dollar it's a good deal it's always going to be about that you know the old adage you know Buy high, sorry, <laughs> buy low, sell high, sorry. Okay, now, in terms of like the quality of biomass, everybody wants, obviously, the U.S. Why? Because the U.S. growers have a little more tendency to care and they're more into the science and are going to make sure, well, first of all, we have great soil. Our downfall is that we are a one-season producer. So now there is a big race that's going on into the tropics. And the reason is one of them being that, A, it's, it's just basically it's four seasons. It's year-round. Clearly, that's an absolute advantage in terms of economics. But then, of course, you have a really, really sweet thing here, which is that they have the widest spectrum of cannabinoids in the tropics 
Now, that could be said that it may be because they have exceptional soil, which uh, agronomists will attest to this, but, you know, down in Jamaica, uh, Puerto Rico, and of course, uh, Mexico, Colombia, which is now on the map, and it's becoming a real, uh, a real spotlight. Uh, oh, those guys have incredible um, hemp. I've seen hemp out there when I was just there last month, by the way. So I saw hemp there that was 24% on the flower side. And then uh, in the mid-teens for its biomass, like 15, 16%. And when you got that kind of biomass, that's just off the scale, guys. It's a pleasure to work with. I mean, just so you know, if you're trying to get your biomass processed somewhere, for example, you have, let's say, you know, uh, a, a couple thousand pounds and so that's something that they can actually do in a relatively quick time frame uh, then go ahead and see and and, and ask the uh, labs they'll tell you i mean anything below seven eight percent they're not even going to touch okay so when you get a good deal a seemingly good deal you might think that you're getting this incredible stuff you know realizing that it's like two three percent cbd no one is going to touch that because it's really rough and there's just not enough CBD for what you're going to get out of it. So the, the calculus changes a lot. Just to get one kilo of isolate when you've got good stuff, you know, 8% or better or 10% better, <clears throat> then it takes 40 pounds of biomass to make one kilo of isolate. But if you're going to do that with garbage hemp with very low CBD content, you know, for every point you're adding on 10 pounds. So it <laughs> ends up being like 200 pounds of biomass to get the same kilo of isolate because it's it's obviously uh you know substandard quality of cbd that's really how it works i mean there's there's no two ways about it guys and the european stuff over there it's a whole different world they just don't have what we have we've been very blessed our soil on the in the americas is second to none hence why we're the breadbasket of the world right okay so that makes sense You guys, this segment has been really, really fun. And, you know, I want everybody to know that anytime you want me to get into something, please just reach out to me. You can get out on Facebook. You can do it on YouTube. It doesn't matter. You know, Hemp Session is about the obsession with hemp, clearly. And so I'm big time into this world. And this is what I do every day. I travel the world. I go to Colombia. I go to Puerto Rico. I go to Jamaica. And these are the places where there is some real uh, bright light. Uh, shining currently so these are the beacons of hope and i'm very excited to be witnessing the science do you know what i mean it's all about the science and it's all about healing the people but never forget that so the thc is cool cbd is very cool cbn cbg cbdc oh my god the list goes on and on and that stuff is even better and it gets way more expensive all right, guys, listen, I can't wait to see you on the next uh, segment. All right, so talk soon. It was super fun. Have an awesome one. Bye.